This is Talkback, 721-1290 or 1-800-568-5309. This is News Talk KGVO, AM 1290 and 98.3 FM, KGVO. Missoula's news and weather station. Hey, welcome, welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Talkback are not those of the staff, management, or advertisers. Welcome, everybody. It is the Wednesday edition of Talkback. Talkback is brought to you this morning by Gomer's U.S. Diesel Parts. But how cold it gets, Gomer's has everything you need to make sure your rig starts every time at Palmer and West Broadway. Phillips Janitorial, where they offer residential and commercial cleaning. And no job is too big or too small for Phillips Janitorial. Whatever it is, call them at 406-260-6617. Why West Storage has storage for you. For pricing and availability, call 406-510-0590 because they're making room for you. And by Harrington Surgical Supply, where appointments are preferred for mastectomy fittings and custom compressions, but walk-ins are always welcome. All right, we are thrilled to have with us Sandra Vasika. She is the city councilor for Ward 6, one of the city councilors for Ward 6, and is very graciously agreed to come into the studio this morning at 8 o'clock. Wow. Yeah, my day started earlier than I expected from um, yesterday when I had my week all planned out. Yes, and of course you had a flat tire yesterday. <laughs> I did, but my husband my husband <laughs> fixed that for me. So, all right, all right. Um, thank you, Brian. <laughs> you bet. All right. Of course, we have the fabulous Nick Questions from right over there. Good morning, Mr. Nick. Good morning. All right. So uh, we have Sandra Vasika here with us this morning and a load of stuff we want to talk about today. So you, you came loaded. So what what, what is your first topic? What would you like to talk about this morning? So today, during our committee meetings, um, at 10 o'clock is the committee of the whole meeting that starts. Um, so during that, we are um, discussing proposed city council agenda changes with recommendations and considerations. So we're beginning a discussion on more streamlining the agenda, having different um, criteria for public comment. One of the recommendations, and again, this is just a discussion. I don't know if we're actually voting on it today, depending on how the conversation goes. But one of them is to um, require registration for public comment um, instead of just going up there all willy-nilly um, because the uh, legislature um, has that. I don't know if it's a requirement, but they do have that um, as a as an option to do. Um, another thing is they um, are thinking about putting public comment um, for items not on the agenda at the at close to the end of city council meetings. Wow. So um, I just wanted to get people's thoughts on that. It could be a long wait. It could be. Um, but then there's also a proposal to um, have public comment for agenda items just all at the beginning so that if you had a particular item that you wanted to discuss right. that was on the agenda, you didn't have to wait through all the other things. So I can see pros and cons of all of those. Another thing during the committee of the whole today, again, that's at 10 o'clock today, um, we are discussing having a resolution calling on all governments around the world to to facilitate, to facilitate de-escalation and a ceasefire in the Israel-Hamas conflict to prevent death and violence in all forms. So we're discussing that also at 10 o'clock. And then at, I can't remember the time, I think one twenty is um, land use and planning. And we are discussing eliminating short-term rentals in residentially zoned neighborhoods. And I do start meetings at 9 o'clock, so I can only be here until about 8.30, 840 ish So take it away, callers. Let's oh, see what your thoughts are. Yes, yes. As, as, as Sandy, Sandy is here to answer your questions, by the way. If you have a question or comment uh, for Sandra Vasica from Ward 6, give us a call. 721-1290 is our number or 1-800-568-530. Again, make it fast because she has to skedaddle out of here at about, uh, about 8.30. So, all 
All right, so uh, let's let's talk a little bit, if you don't mind, uh, in, in, until we get a call. You are also have been named as the property tax uh, uh, task force, and I know this is something that you have have uh, taken upon your shoulders here locally in Missoula about uh, property taxes and and how they've uh, escalated so rapidly no one could even have dreamed or imagined how quickly what they would have gone up and the effect they're having on so many low-income people and fixed-income people. So uh, your thoughts as you go in, obviously you haven't met yet, but as you go in, what kind of comments will you bring with you? Well, I've never been shy about my frustration with the property taxes in Missoula, and that's actually the reason why I ran for city council in the first place. And then they have just increased so dramatically, and I have been very vocal about it. And apparently it was noticed on the state level. So um, to be honest, I do feel a little bit out of my league, but um, I have a lot of homework to do. I am excited to meet with them and see how I can um, help fix the problem because I know it's going to be different on a statewide level because what's good for Missoula might not also be good for um, like Conrad or Libby. And so um, I, we got to take all that into consideration. You bet. And that the timing is special is perfect because it's exactly 810 time for our first break and tim is waiting to visit so we're going to come right back i uh, will get tim's question uh, tim's call on plus we have uh, all of our other phone lines open sandy's going to be with us till about 8 30 if you have a question or comment uh, from one of our city councilors give us a call at 721-1290 we'll be right back after this time out Dennis Bragg with the latest forecast from the Town Square Weather Center. We could still see some areas of fog Wednesday, otherwise partly sunny with a high near 38. A chance of light rain or snow Wednesday evening into early Thursday morning, but no real accumulations are expected. Lows just below freezing. Thursday will be another mostly cloudy day with a slight chance of showers Thursday night. And then a mix of sun and cloud Friday with more clouds, but dry for the weekend as afternoon highs could top 40 degrees in some locations. Hey, we're back on Talkback. 721-1290 is our number. I'm Peter Christian, Nick Christensen, taking your phone calls and uh, and producing Talkback, as he always does. And joining us in the studio, Sandy Basica with, from Ward 6, uh, only here for a few minutes. And so let's get some calls in. Uh, Tim was uh, uh, was first to call. So, Tim, good morning. You're on with Sandy Basica. Go ahead. Good morning. Uh, Sandra, I'm the person that called you, and we had a little talk yesterday on the phone. And my question is, you know, we talked about the uh, what the council is doing about requesting written in uh, questions before you address it to them. And I I find that really disturbing because uh, that gives the council a chance to review who they want to listen to, who they want, what they want to hear about to avoid possibly having a question to make them look bad um and also an open forum should be free the people should come up and ask them a question and to see what their gut response is not a scripted performance to reply to that answer you know i mean it just it just smacks of socialism and communism and I hope, and you talked, I talked to you about it, and you're going to address that same issue uh, today. I hope you do. Okay, thanks for the call. So go ahead, uh, Sandy. Yes, and thank you for the call yesterday, Tim. And um, so just a, p- a point of clarification. Um, it says on the document that we're going to be discussing today is it just says an idea is to register for public comment. Public comment at the Montana legislature require require 
requires registration. Recommend getting organization represented if applicable in addition to name and ward. So I don't think that they're asking for an actual written testimony beforehand, just the name to get a list of how these are just um, I'm speculating here because we haven't had the discussion yet, but right. probably just to get a list of how many people are going to be. So speaking. it's not necessarily censorship. I don't quite think so, but I could see how it could be portrayed that way. Right. But it's, it's not written testimony. It's just to get an idea of how many people are going to be um, speaking that night so that we could, I, I guess, bring snacks or make sure we <laughs> eat dinner that night. <laughs> but I always keep emergency snacks anyways. Yeah, because, because those those question answer sessions, they go till the end. They go till nobody's left, right? That is correct. Okay. Yes. And then they are unlimited at three minutes just to keep things moving. Right. And then um, for an open forum. Yeah, um, I can see both sides of the coin with this one because currently um, for the city council rules is it's not a back and forth. It's just you come say your piece. And then if a council member wants to address it later, they can, but it is not a back and forth. And I believe that is just to keep the meeting moving because there is a lot on the agenda. Sometimes we go till midnight, sometimes we go to th- till 3 a.m. So um, I could I could see both sides of that coin there, but I can understand how some folks would be really frustrated if um, this w- change were to happen. You bet. Let's get uh, Jeff up next. Jeff, good morning. You're on Talk Back with Sandy Vasica. Go ahead. Hey, good morning, Sandy. Uh, first of all, I want to say I uh, was online on Monday and uh, watched your your I hesitate to call it a performance, but because I don't think you were performing. But um, you know, in the sense of the way you conducted yourself, I just want to say I think you did a great job and keep keep on trucking. Well, thank you. Um, you bet. And for for the other listener out there in the radio audience, uh, I would encourage people to uh, to go online and watch it online. The process is very easy. Um, I did it on a Mac, so you don't have to have a PC. And uh, and uh, I almost raised my hand uh, to second you, but it was my first time watching, and I, did, I wanted to watch the whole council before I started participating. I I didn't really know uh, the ground rules there, so. Um, but in the future, I won't hesitate to do that. Um, and then finally. Uh, I just want to say in the, in the language of the great wrestling, but dittos to what Tim said. Um, we don't need censorship. So if there's any smell of that, that needs to be stopped in, in its tracks. So thanks. All right. Thanks for the call, Jeff. Your comments. Thanks, Jeff. And uh, I'm really happy that you are, were listening in. And um, I would encourage you to speak your mind um, because, like I said, um, we all have our own thoughts. We're... Um, we're a democracy, so we should, well, we're a representative republic, but um, all the public's opinions really do matter. So um, I encourage everyone to call in. And yeah, for the, uh, the we, the, I'm not sure which um, which fuss I was causing about yesterday that you're specifically referring to, but because um, I think there are a couple, but um, for the we, the people amendment, I uh, that was, that was uncomfortable for me because it was a room of about 30 to 40 people that were all against me on that one. And so um, I almost backed out, but I, you know, I caused a fuss about it with all my colleagues on over email the previous day so i figured i might as well follow through so thank you thank you for watching jeff now just real quick we have a minute before we have to take a break what is the we the people amendment about i mean obviously uh, i i read it that whereas 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 you know people in missoula have already voted for this you know many years ago uh is is this just to put an exclamation point next to it or what 
Um, it was, I guess, just to put an exclamation point next to it, um, because the people of Missoula did vote for, did vote for it. And, um, I am my own person. I can be against what, um, people right. vote for. And it was just to change the United States Constitution, the actual United States Constitution to make it clear that at the beginning of the preamble, it says, I don't, don't know what the actual words are going to be, um, are going to be, but it says, we the people of the United States, oh, I guess they want to say, we the people, not corporations of the United States, and I don't know, it just seems like a mess, and it's weird because um, the ACLU and I agree on this one, which is super <laughs> weird, and I did not see that one coming. <laughs> All right, we're going to come right back. 721-1290 is our number, Mike is on the line, and uh, Nick's on the phone with somebody else as well. Sandy can only be with us for about another 10 minutes, uh, so get your calls in, we'll be back right after this. Save big. This is your captain. We are going to be experiencing some slight turbulence. Please fasten your... Oh, hold on. Just got a video of my cat. Imagine the pilot of an airplane was as confident as you are texting and driving. Seems kind of crazy when you put it like that. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. How was your drive to school? Let me tell you, I had to get my iced coffee first. I just can't seem to put it down. My favorite rapper just announced a tour. My phone was buzzing like crazy. I'm so excited. I had to text all my friends right then to talk about it. Then someone started calling me and... Let's try that again. I turned my phone off right away. I never drive distracted. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Suck it up. It's not a big deal. Snap out. Just get over it. We've all heard it. But if you're experiencing extreme stress, it's not just in your head. It can affect your entire body because toxic stress can hurt us physically without us even knowing it. If you've lost a job, worry about your next meal, or have trouble making it through the day, if you're feeling the effects of stress, we can help. Text STRESS to 211-211 to find Thinking about retirement? Make sure my Social Security account is a part of your plan. A My Social Security account gives you secure access to your personal earnings history and benefit status. You can find out if you're eligible to receive benefits, compare retirement benefit estimates at different ages or dates, view spousal benefit estimates, and more. Plan for your future. Open a My Social Security account at ssa.gov slash myaccount. Social Security. Securing today and tomorrow. If you serve, we want you to get the health care and benefits you earned. We want you to come to VA. There's never been a better time to apply. Under a new law called the PACT Act, we've expanded VA care and benefits to millions of people who served and their survivors. No matter where you served or how long you served, check out va.gov slash PACT to learn more about what VA can do for you and your family. Come to VA. We are back on Talkback. Sandy Vasika joining us here in the studio, uh, uh, City Councilor Ward 6, and uh, off to meetings later on. She has to leave here in about seven minutes. So let's get Elena on the line. Elena, good morning. You're on with Sandy. Go ahead. Good morning. I'll try to make this real quick. It's uh, regarding my question I brought up yesterday about the 10-year local government review, and I was just wondering if the Missoula Council has already uh, considered this and passed a resolution that it will be on the primary ballot, and I'll listen off air. 
Thanks for the call. Have you heard anything about that, Sandy? Um, so we just got email documents regarding that. We have not made a decision about it yet. And to be completely honest, it was a lot to read and I haven't read it yet because so, I have a lot of other homework to do. Um, but it has not come in front of council yet. Um, we're going to be discussing it with, um, the council president and, um, the, the mayor regarding this. I spoke briefly with the mayor about it, just, um, um, a sidebar conversation real quick about it. So, um, we have not made a decision. Um, if we do discuss it in front of council, which I imagine we would, I would encourage folks to come and say their thoughts about it um i think that next time that um or actually tonight there is um wednesdays with the mayor at the library fourth floor from six right. to seven i think that would be a wonderful opportunity for folks to go to and ask the mayor about because like i said i haven't done all the homework on it yet it's um, an opportunity it's every, every 10 years for a community to uh, re-examine the way they to govern themselves, basically. Yes, and 10 years ago, I um, wasn't as involved in government as right. I am now. So gotcha. um, this is still pretty new. <laughs> this right. part's All new right. to me. There you go. All right, so there you go. Let's get Mike on the line. Mike, good morning. You're on Talkback with Sandy Basica. Go ahead, please. Oh, good morning. Uh, I would just like to think that city me- council meetings are uh, either Missoula residents or at least county residents. Jeff's calling in, and he's going to take time up in a meeting. He's up in Polson. And uh, I don't believe he has property or rentals or a business in Missoula, so I think that's kind of unfair. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I mean, well, I, I guess um, that's one way of thinking about it. Another way of thinking about it is um, you do use uh, Missoula businesses. You have friends and family in Missoula. We're all Montanans. We're all Americans. We're all human beings here. So yeah. I think that um, while it does take up time, um, that is what we were elected to do. Um, and that's, we have to put in the time that the residents of Montana and Missoula want us to do. So I'm, I'm down to listen to everyone's comments. Um, even if you want to read the Soviet art of brainwashing, <laughs> um, we could all use um, other people's perspectives. So I, uh, I, I still would encourage people to and call it. And it's only for three minutes. And it's only for three minutes. <laughs> all right. Mm-hmm. Now, now we have exactly four minutes left before we have to shoo you out the door because you have important things to do. Tell me if you would, if you wouldn't mind, uh, what well, okay, we're getting another call here. We'll try to get that in if we can. Uh, I just wanted to find out how you're doing about the whole homeless situation. I know uh, uh, during the cold snap, they were able to house a whole lot more people, both at the Pavarello Center and at the Johnson Street Shelter. And uh, I guess uh, volunteers around Missoula really, uh, they, they gave like crazy to make sure that there were plenty of blankets. And so it, it was a it was a pretty good uh, collaboration. Yeah, I got to hand it to Missoulians. Um, I hear that the, a lot of donations went out to, um, to the homeless issue. And, um, actually with, um, with all this cold snap, uh, it's been surprising. I haven't been getting as many uh, complaints, like if any, in the past week or so about it. So I, um, I feel like, um, a lot of people there, they have been, been as heated up as they have been with this uh, cold snap coming in. Um, I do have to give, um, applaud to, um, the, uh, Pavarello and the Johnson Street Shelter because now we're actually getting numbers, um, updated to us about how many beds are open. Um, because regarding the Ninth Circuit Court decision, um, even though that was an issue from the summer, it still is an issue. Um, they, uh, we have to allow urban camping if there are not enough beds. So, um, the communication between the police department, the counselors, the mayor, and the, um, emergency shelters letting us know how many beds there are and how big of an issue. That's really nice to know. Let's get one more call in. Now, uh, this is Liz. Liz, good morning. You're on with Sandy Vasica. Go ahead. Good morning. Um, I read the uh, agenda, the Committee of the Whole Agenda, online for uh, today's 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. meeting, and 3.2 on page 2, proposed by Kristen Jordan, 
says proposed ceasefire resolution. And I, I really kind of caught me up there. I thought, well, why is the city of Missoula interested in terrorist Hamas group that attacked Israel and is still holding hostages? Why are they trying to get a ceasefire and prevent that sounds like they're trying to prevent Israel from defending themselves? So I couldn't understand why that would be on a local government level. Do you have any input on that? I absolutely have some input on that because I have almost the exact same thoughts on that. Um, and I felt like this when the first time came up in discussion about it, I um I realized that this is so far out of my purview. I have no schooling or background or experience in military decisions. And I I don't think that this is any of Missoula's uh, business regarding this. We are going to be discussing it. I did reach out to um, people that are more um, involved, um, veterans, people are in active military. Um, I have a buddy um, in the DOD. And so I reached out for all of their opinions, and I will be discussing uh, what they said, even though I won't be naming names. Um, I will be discussing what their thoughts were at the meeting today. So I encourage anybody to give their input on it. Because um, a lot of people did come to council and request this to happen, and Kristen did take it up. So um, it'll just be interesting to see um, how the conversation goes today. Basically, it's just symbolic, right? It, it has absolutely no force of law. It has it, it won't do... I, I can guarantee you that over in Israel and over in in Palestine or in the Gaza, they're, oh, Missoula voted, oh, well, we better hurry up and have a ceasefire. Exactly. That was my thought as well. But yeah. um, I'm, that is our right to do these right. um, the resolutions, and um, that, that is Kristen's right to do that. So um, we'll, we'll just see what happens today. All right. It is exactly 830, and I know you have to go. Uh, Liz, thanks for the call. Um, uh, so so I know you have to skedaddle out of here, but we appreciate your time. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Now, um, as things like this come up, I will be sure to let you know so that I can let the people of Missoula and Polson and all of Montana know about all these things. And thanks for taking time to come down here and share this half hour with us. We appreciate it. Thank you, especially with this foggy weather. Yeah. <laughs> so drive safe. Thank you. All right. So we, we are going to take a break. We'll have open phones uh, for a little while now. 721-1290 is our number. one 800 now, whatever might be on your mind, we're going to come right back after this. Dennis Bragg with the latest forecast from the Town Square Weather Center. We could still see some areas of fog Wednesday, otherwise partly sunny with a high near 38. A chance of light rain or snow Wednesday evening into early Thursday morning, but no real accumulations are expected. Lows just below freezing. Thursday will be another mostly cloudy day with a slight chance of showers Thursday night, and then a mix of sun and cloud Friday with more clouds, but dry for the weekend as afternoon highs could top 40 degrees in some locations. All right, we are back on TalkBack. 721-1290 is our number. 1-800-568-5309. The questions are over there taking your phone calls. And we do have folks waiting to, to jump in with open phones this morning. And Nancy's first. Good morning, Nancy. Thanks for holding. Hey, good morning, Lori. Uh, okay, just a quick word on the uh, two primaries. Uh, obviously, uh, the American people have spoke. And uh, former President Trump won the Iowa and the New Hampshire primary. And uh, in my opinion, I think it would be best if Nikki Haley stepped down and just uh, endorsed uh, Donald Trump and just uh, uh, make more unity in the Republican Party so that we can take back the country and win uh, the election in uh, 2024. And I heard through the grapevine that uh, the Democrat Party is considering not allowing uh, Joe Biden to continue uh 
his race for the uh, White House this year that uh, they're going to somehow get rid of him and uh, find a replacement. And I'm hoping that the replacement will be Pennsylvania Governor Josh Shapiro because he is a Democrat. But he's not a, a nutcase radical. He's not a progressive, and he's nothing like Gavin Newsom. So that's my thoughts for today, and God bless everyone. Have a good one. All right. Thanks Thanks for the call. Appreciate it. All right. That, that's a quintessential open phones comment right there. Thank you, Nancy. Emmett is up next. Emmett, good morning. You're on Talkback. Go ahead, sir. Thanks for taking my call. Well, you know what? Could I, if I'd like to, I'd like to share a personal story and step out. Normally, we talk about politics and religion. Like the next caller, very good, uh, the last caller. But the reason I want to get into this personal story is because it relates, since you're a reporter, to a big story that broke a few days ago here in Missoula. So it ties in with you know the, the local Missoula and the stories here. Do you know the story about that big house explosion on 4th Street? Yes. Yeah, did you cover that? Uh, yes, yes. The uh, uh, Gordy Hughes, the the uh, city fire chief, uh, was kind enough to share what happened, uh, and it was devastating. The individual who lived there lost everything, and I guess uh, there's uh, a GoFundMe that it had, had has really assisted uh, him and his family. And so, yeah, uh, tragedy, but uh, a, a lot of uh, a lot of folks uh, reaching out to help. Well, that's good. I'm I'm devastated for his loss. Thing is, what plays in is I used to live in that home when I was going to high school here from age 16 to 18. Yeah, my parents and I lived there. I loved that home. I mean, it was a wonderful home. I had to go check it out and go down there by bus. The The traffic is terrible on that intersection. But Because I, I thought, that home looks familiar. That's not my home, Lord. And I was praying about it. When I saw the devastation, it was like, Lord God, please, not my home thing is, I loved that home. Um, I had a lot, so many good memories. I had a lot of friends over. That's where I first heard, you know, Easy 102, KUEZ, FM in Missoula. It's no longer easy listening. It's KMSO now. I got a lot of wonderful albums. I was introduced to Neil Diamond. Um, I was introduced to, like, <clears throat> uh, bands like Mannheim Steamroller. I'm here, Daydreams by Ron Cooley that I got for Christmas, my birthday or Christmas, which was beautiful, easy listening. A lot of friends I babysat, uh, friends of the family who had children, you know, in that home. Just so many wonderful memories. And, you know, I was devastated and in shock um, when I saw the home. Then I came home and I cried for a while. That, so my heart just absolutely reach, breaks and reaches out for the old, current owner of that home, and but you know that could have been my home too because if I had had the money for a home, I would have purchased it. Well, if I, you know, I, that home had been up for sale, and guess what, um, I would have lost everything. So I, I, it's I will. How a local- yeah. I was going to say I, I will tell you that um, one of the complications in in that uh, in that home was the natural gas explosion. Northwestern Energy and the fire department and all the all the experts had a very difficult time tracking down uh, the source of where the, the natural gas was leaking from, which is why it took most of the day and into the night to uh, try to bring that fire under control. Um, e- even though uh, everyone escaped safely, everything was lost. But, uh, yeah, that, there, there were some complications there and, uh, kudos to the bravery of the Northwestern Energy and the, uh, and the fire department folks and all the first responders. They, they did an outstanding job. 
I agree. Was it in the basement? If I remember, there was a basement where we had a washer and dryer. I don't, I don't know whether it's natural gas because we had a stove. I don't know. I was wondering, is there any way that home can be rebuilt just the way it was before? I have no idea. I mean, it's, I, I, I would be rebuilding. I mean, I think really what we need to do is rebuild that home be, just for <laughs> the memories. But that was a nice neighborhood with nice people. I'm sure it still is. I guess I'm just having a lot of fond memories of the 80s, and uh, it's just it was a different grocery store back then, but I could go on and on forever, but my heart is just sick, you know, because it was, I feel like I've lost a home, too. So it's amazing how a news story can affect a lot of people, you know, and I just wanted to chime in and ask for your prayers. It is a t like a time of grief for me, and for the, you know, the family that lost their home, I just really, um, I'll keep them in my prayers. So I know that's a very strange open phones, but, you know, I'm practically close to tears just talking Emmett, about it. Emmett, Emmett, you have a big heart, and we appreciate it. Thank you. God bless you. I just wanted to call in with that story because it right, really buddy. happened. All right, buddy. You God. take you take care of yourself. Thanks for the call. We are up against another break. Uh, Dave is standing by, and it's open phones. Are we open phones for the rest of the day? Mm -hmm. Wow. We're open phones until 10. Woohoo! All right. 721-1290 is our number. 1-800-568-5309. So we got to rock and roll. Uh, whatever your comments might be, give us a call. We'll be right back after this. My name is Teresa Barber. I was in the United States Navy, and I served overseas in the Middle East and Africa. Early on in my career, I had a commander that taught our suicide prevention training, and the very next day, he took his own life. 90% of suicide attempts involving a gun are fatal. My way of continuing my service is to help protect my community by being a responsible gun owner and by storing firearms safely. Store all your guns securely. Help stop suicide. Brought to you by N Family Fire and the Ad Council. We are back. This is Talk Back. 721-1290 is our number. And it's open phones from now until 10 o'clock this morning. So whatever might be on your mind, if you've been uh, saving up, now's the time. A lot of folks listening, a lot of folks calling in. Let's get Dave up next. Dave, good morning. You're on Talk Back. Thanks for holding. Yeah, good morning. I'd like to, um, you know, it's predictable. You know, I come on the radio once in a while and make a comment. And I can almost guarantee you that someone will call in and call me a bunch of names, you know, liberal, uh, uh, radical, uh, uh, communist, socialist, and they may get around to talking about my, my actual comment, but generally they, what I call Trumpitis, they just attack and try to demean you. Um, but, you know, the reality is, when it comes to politics, you know, I voted for I voted for Nixon. I voted for Ronald Reagan once. Uh, I my favorite president of modern times is George H. Bush, and two reasons. One, you know, he followed uh, he followed um, Ronald Reagan. Reagan was a big spender, and he he got agreement with Congress, and George H. Bush. Uh, was able to get us on the road to balancing the budget. And, you know, I'm not opposed to government spending money, but they should raise taxes to pay for it. Um, as far as in a war, he fought, George H. Bush fought almost the perfect war. He went in and, and kicked Saddam out of, out of Kuwait. And, you know, who paid for that war? Saudi Arabia. It was it was a, almost a perfect war, and uh, he tried to talk his son out of eliminating Saddam, which was a bad guy, mind you. But, I mean, 
Iraq was a disaster without Saddam, and it ca- it's still causing troubles. And, you know, that's, that's my opinions, and I'm sure someone will come on and call me a liberal, socialist, communist. Well, well yeah, just, just, just take a breath here, because I was just looking this up. It says in the late 1990s, I know you brought this up yourself. The federal, right. the federal debt share of GDP actually fell. What a strong economy. I'm just reading this. It's off, off Google. Uh, strong economy and less defense spending helped lead to a balanced budget under President Clinton and a Republican-controlled Congress. The most recent time, the U.S. has seen a budget surplus rather than a deficit. Right. But you know who started it? He didn't, he didn't balance. The, you know, it's true. Uh, Bill Clinton balanced the budget, but he followed uh, George H. Bush's plan. Right. They kept in plan the the federal government would not spend, but would only raise three percent and the let uh, spending and they let the economy grow. And by growing, they collected more taxes. And a few years after George H. Bush left, left presidency, uh, Bill Clinton balanced the budget. And it was George H. Bush who blew the whole thing up with his big spending. So I mean, I mean, there was this. Sh- shared thing. The two of them work to balance the budget. All right. Well said. Thanks for the call. Yep. Appreciate it, Dave. Thank you. And let's get uh, Kevin on the line. Kevin, good morning. You're on Talkback, sir. What's on your mind? Good morning. Hey, I'm just kind of curious. I don't know who the disturbed person is or they're just a low-life scumbag that's going around on Higgins and around uh, the Front Street area and tagging vandalizing the buildings. Um, I noticed that they went and hit uh, the day before yesterday, um, the night before last. They got videos of this jerk. And I can't believe that nobody can identify him. Um, It's it's, the videos are really good. So I don't know why uh, the police or anybody's not coming forward, but it's really um, sad that somebody's on the streets defacing um, people's property. Now, now, Nick, yeah, you, you follow the crime closer than anyone here at uh, KGVO. Have you had a chance to look at that yet? Uh, no, we, we only uh, cover crime when people are charged. So if that right. person gets charged with a felony, we'll cover it. But, but yeah, I've seen the, I've seen the post from law enforcement asking the public's help to identify the individual and they do have good photos. So That's if you great. get a chance, go, uh, go to their Facebook pages and see if you can maybe help out. You bet. And uh, again, thanks for bringing right. that to our attention. Yep. You got, have a good day, guys. All right. Thanks for the call. Yeah. 721 is our number. 1-800-568-5309. Whatever might be on your mind. Uh, why don't you, uh, why don't you, uh, let us know about it? Uh, my goodness. Whether we, we had the big presidential, another presidential primary. Uh, of course, at New Hampshire yesterday. And then the next biggie, from what I understand, is coming up February 24th in South Carolina. And that is where Nikki Haley actually served as governor for several, for I think a couple of terms. So uh, now it says here, despite the voters' familiarity with uh, Nikki Haley, the state's conservative primary electorate is expected to be highly favorable to Trump. So we're going to see where, where that goes. That, that should be quite the battle royal uh, there in uh, South Carolina. So anyway, th- uh, th- this is where it's going, folks. I hope you're following it because uh, it's your government. And eventually, Montana's going to have a primary. I'm not sure exactly where we fall on the on the list there. It's not, you know, we we have yeah, like we have we, we have like what three electoral votes, something like that. Is that right, Nick? We have three votes. 
I believe we have three, or do we have four now? I'm not sure. I, oh, think, we, well, I think we have four now. We, we just broke a million people, so we got another uh, congressman or a congressperson. So, hey, we it's may, three or four. It's no more than that. We have a big say. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Yes, we do. All right. Let's get Ed on the line. Ed, good morning. You are on Talkback, sir. What's on your mind? Yeah, I think California lost one, and we gained it. Yeah. yeah I'm all for, all for that. A uh, couple, couple things here, or at least one thing. Uh, over the holidays... I'm talking about uh, uh, talkback personalities now. Uh, over the holidays, I noticed an ad on TV, and it struck my attention. It was for chocolates, things like that, and it was Harry and David. <laughs> it was Harry and David Company uh, that was selling these things. I went, whoa, uh, that, that's something else. Uh, another thing. Uh uh, this this thing to ch- possibly change our way of governing ourselves in the city of Missoula, this would be the perfect place, I think, to uh, cut it back to six council members. They say, oh, we get twice the good ideas with 12. <laughs> I, I'm not sure if that's true. But in any event, uh, that'll never happen. But, okay, so get your chocolate at Harry and David's. <laughs> I think that's great. I really appreciate you bringing that to. So, in other words, we may have two uh, secret millionaires uh, calling that in to, to our show uh, on a daily absolutely. basis. Absolutely. Uh, and you know what? That would be, I, I'm sorry, somebody has to say it. That would be sweet. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Anyway, okay. We didn't have to. Didn't have to. And thanks for okay, the call, thanks. man. Appreciate it. Seven two one twelve ninety is our number. One eight hundred five six eight five three zero nine. Open phones until ten. So uh, hey, uh, give us a call. We need to hear from you. We are back on Talkback. 721-1290 is our number. It is open phones. And I think uh, Nick and I, and of course, uh, Dennis Bragg was nice enough to come in and uh, share some things with us. Uh, we, have, we have four delegates, right? Yeah, we have four electoral votes. Four, yep. four electoral, so, we, so we gained one. Yeah, yep. electoral votes. Good. So we're powerful. Yeah, really powerful. <laughs> All right. Let's get, uh, let's get Joe on the line. Joe, good morning. You're on Talkback. What's on your mind, sir? Good morning. With respect to... Uh, uh, the census and the uh, number of people in the country, and uh, I think Biden returned uh, to the point of uh, including the illegals in the census, which would then, uh, the number of people moving into California would probably uh, pick up for that. But oh, the main thing I called about was, I mentioned the Chevron case of 1984 in the Supreme Court, which is being brought to uh, a hearing pro- I've heard because of these fishermen that were being charged $700 a day. Trump did mention that in his speech. But um, <clears throat> the thing that came to my mind out of it all was that you remember Katanji Jackson was asked if she could define what a woman is, and she said she couldn't. And, I, you know, I kind of never did figure that out, you know. But... Um, it appears to me, this is just my own little observation, is that she's deferring to the agencies in the Chevron case to define what a man and a woman is for, like, Title IX or, or what have you. And that's exactly what John Tester does. And so you have the uh, judiciary with Ketanji Jackson deferring to the executive branch to uh, write regulations and 
And then you have the legislative people like John Tester who want to defer to the uh, agencies, the deep state, if I might say that. All right. Well, thanks for the call. We appreciate it, sir. Thank you. All right. Thank you very, very much. All right. 721 is our number. 1-800-568-5309. Montana Vet is waiting uh, to visit with us. We have about three and a half minutes, sir. Please go ahead. Good morning, gentlemen. Um, I would like to respond to a previous caller that was brightening up George Bush's perfect war. First, I want to say I am a veteran, and I know there is no war that is perfect. People die. Um, I know he was referring to Saudi Arabia picking up the cost, the monetary cost of the war. That is fine. America paid the cost in lives. I was in Fallujah. I was in the Battle of Fallujah. I lost a battle buddy in a firefight right next to me. He took a, a round into the head. I had brain matter splattered on me. So there is no such thing as perfect war. It doesn't matter who started it, who ends it. Lives are paid on both sides. And I would like to ask, I think his name is Dave, if he's going to talk the talk, he had better walk the walk. That's all I've got to say. Thank you. All right. Thank you for the call. We appreciate it. Thanks for your service, by the way. Thank you for your service to our country. Um, okay. So, uh, yes, uh, phone lines are open at 721-1290 or 1-800-568-5309. Now, we are going to be, a- after the top of the hour, we have uh, uh, Brad Molnar is going to be joining us, a legislator uh, from the state of Montana. He has a lot to talk about, so we don't, unfortunately, have time to put him on right now because we would have to uh, cut it off in the middle. So uh, we have to take we, uh, another call if we if we have time at 721-1290 or 1-800-568-5309. It is open phones until 10 o'clock this morning, in case you didn't, uh, you weren't with us at 8, Sandra Vasica, our city councilor from Ward 6, dropped by for a half an hour. Uh, she not only is, uh, of course, a city councilor there, she's been going to a meeting at 10 o'clock this morning where they're going to be deciding uh, a whole lot of things. And uh, so she is, was kind enough to share that information with us. And, uh, of course, she is also on the property tax uh, task force. So let's try to get one more call in. Uh, good morning. You're on Talkback. Hi. This, this is Dave. Oh, Dave, go ahead, please. Yes. Uh, I didn't say it was a perfect war. First of all, I said it was almost perfect, and, and no war is a good war. But I will say that I was more than willing. I waited to be drafted to go to Vietnam. I, I was not a... I would have gone if my country needed me, but they, in the end, didn't need me because it was late in the war. But uh, Donald Trump, on the other hand, bribed a doctor to avoid military service. So, I mean, granted, people die in wars, and this is a terrible thing, and wars should always be perfect, tried to get away with, but sometimes you have to have a war. It, it's uh, If Saddam had been allowed to take Kuwait and keep it, uh, where would he have gone from there? I mean, we have to stand up to depots when they when they when they appear, and that includes Saddam Hussein. Thank you. All right, Dave. Thank you for the call. We appreciate that. All right. 
Well, we're, we're exactly uh, about less than a minute away from uh, the top of the hour news. By the way, we will have open phones from 9 until 10. Uh, Brad will be joining us a few minutes after 9. But then the phone lines will be open for whatever you want to talk about. That's uh, that's what the open phones is all about. So whether you want to talk about city issues, something going on in the county, uh, something uh, on the, uh, the state or national level or the world level, this is what uh, Talkback is all about, especially with open phones. So we would appreciate it if you would give us a call at 721-1290 or 1-800-568-5309. And if you haven't done so yet, you should uh, you should download the KGVO app right onto your mobile device. That way you can, wherever you are in the world, and people do, they, they contact us from wherever they are uh, through the KGVO app to present their opinions. So all you have to do is download it. We'll be back after the top of the hour. This is Talkback, 721-1290 or 1-800-568-5309. This is News Talk KGVO, AM 1290 and 98.3 FM. KGVO, Missoula's news and weather station. Hey, welcome back, everybody. It is hour number two of Talk Back for this Wednesday, January 24th. Talk Back is brought to you this morning by Y West Storage out of the Y on Two Smokes Way for pricing and availability. See if they have a storage unit for you. I'm sure they do. 406-510-0590 because of Y West, they're making room for you. Phillips Janitorial, residential and commercial cleaning available uh, with no job too big or too small. 406 406- Two six zero six six one seven. Also brought to you by Gomer's U.S. Diesel Parts. No matter how cold it gets during these winter days, Gomer's has everything you need to make sure your rig starts every single time. Great service too. Gomer's U.S. Diesel Parts and Service at Palmer and West Broadway, and by Harrington Surgical Supply, where they feel confident in Harrington Surgical Supply's discreet and knowledgeable guidance on a multitude of products and medical supplies. The views and opinions expressed on Talkback are not those of the staff, management, or advertisers. Hey, welcome back to Talkback. I'm Peter Christian. That is Mr. Nick Christensen right over there. Good morning, Nick. Good morning. All right. So let's uh, uh, let's get right back to the phones. It's open phones, by the way, from now until 10 o'clock this morning. Whatever might be on your mind. And uh, Representative Brad Molnar is uh, joining us on the phone right now. Brad, good morning and welcome. Good morning, young man. Uh, but it happens to be Senator. Senator, so. state senator. My apologies. Go ahead. Yeah, I, yeah, I demoted so, you. <laughs> don't, yeah. Don't be giving me any demotions on the air, please. <laughs> you got it. What's on your mind today, sir? Well, I wanted to uh, chime in a little bit on uh, uh, the uh, uh, recent five-day record cold snap that went across Montana and the energy challenges that were faced in addressing that and the extreme cost that people are going to pay because of those challenges. Now, uh, w- one of the things that you and I spoke about is the fact that uh, uh, I would say 99.9% of the people have no idea how the whole energy market works. And the fact that they, they come in, uh, it gets cold, they turn up the heat, that's great. They get the bill, they faint. Uh, so uh, <laughs> t- t- tell it, t- and they might faint even even harder uh, in the next uh, next month or so when they get their power bills. So explain what happens when a cold snap like this occurs. Okay, uh the cold snap uh, never just materializes. Uh, it, you know, it, it's predicted. You can follow it. So while that's happening, the uh, uh, utility in question, which might be MDU, it might be the co-op, it might be uh, Northwestern Energy, uh, tries to get extra energy 
or during that period without really knowing uh, exactly how bad it's going to be or what time of day it's going to materialize. On top of that, and uh, I sent you a graph, if you take a look, uh, out of the five days of the cold snap, uh, about, you know, two or three, depends how you want to fudge it, uh, actually had a lot of renewables that were producing uh, that actually filled in to where we didn't have to buy. But then the other times, uh, the other, uh, let's say, three days, the solar was at zero. The wind was at zero. So now you have to have energy to fill in uh, because what happens is, is the wind will work at the beginning of the low pressure coming in because that's a high pressure. So the wind is there. And when it exits, it comes back up. But in the middle, during the low pressure, it's not there. So to try and guess that and fill in, I, I have total sympathy with the people at Northwestern that have to do that. But the fact of the matter is they had to buy an additional $17 million worth of electricity that will now be spread out over their 400,000 customers uh, for that three days. So uh, uh, even if you were on vacation and you didn't touch your thermostat, nothing changed, you didn't crank it up because it was bitter cold, your bill is going to reflect those additional purchases. And that is like a tax. You have to pay it. Small businesses have to pay it. Large businesses have to pay it. And you're right. People don't understand. Uh, anytime I went to a block party, eating barbecue, and tried to explain it to people, their eyes glazed over, <laughs> and pretty soon I'm standing there alone. Exactly. So, uh, however, when their politicians or their candidates say, I favor renewable energy, I favor this, I favor that, they're not explaining it either. So until people have a small amount of understanding, it doesn't take a lot, as to what just happened and how it's going to continue to happen, how it's happening nationwide, you're not going to have an informed vote. So that's why I wrote the uh, uh, piece that I did, and that's why I'm on the radio today. Now, I, I think uh, uh, the one dynamic that people need to keep in mind is that just in the last six or eight months Northwestern Energy was granted a $25 million rate increase. And uh, and so th th they've been dealing with that. And now with this cold snap, as you just mentioned, went out on the open market, had to buy, what, another $18 million? Is that is that the... Right. $18 million. Yeah. And so in addition to the higher energy bills we're already paying on a base level, uh, when the next bill comes in, uh, uh, as you mentioned, $18 million spread over, I don't know how many hundreds of thousands of, of, of households and businesses. It is going to come as a big shock. Well, it, it, it will. And then after that comes what they call a PCAM. And in that, uh, they will factor in the cost of the natural gas plant in Laurel, which is about $270 million, a small amount of which was in this recent one. So it is sticker shock followed by sticker shock, followed by sticker shock. However, and uh, uh, I'm, you know, I don't defend anybody when I call your show or anywhere else. It's my duty, I think, to simply get out the facts as I see them and whoever gets tarnished or praised, that's just the way it is. Nationwide, uh, the average rate increase is 25%. 
So we are simply average. And a lot of that is by uh, federal, uh, what I'll call meddling with the market. When uh, And I also sent you a copy of a letter from South Dakota Public Utility Commission, which could have been written by uh, Montana or any other, uh, stating that they do not want XL uh, Energy to shut down their coal plants because they don't have enough right now of, of what's, what's called high capacity, which is energy you can turn off when you don't need it, turn on when you do need it, because of the legal problems of trying to maintain a coal plant or even the supply for it, as compared to a $26 megawatt tax deduction reduction if you build a windmill. One pays you to build it, the government pays you to build it, the other, you're going to go to court to try and maintain it. Nationwide, this is a walking catastrophe. It's going to get to the finish line quickly. In a few years, Montana may not be able to go on the open market into Wyoming and Nevada and try and buy this electricity because it won't be there. It won't be there. Now, Brad, uh, uh, we're, we're a little bit past a break. Uh, we have other folks on the line. Is there anything else you'd like to say before I let you go, or do you want to stay on the line or what? Well, I can stay on the line if you want me to, but uh, I think that uh, I've pretty much hit some yeah. of the highlights and some of the problems. Uh, what I'm going to ask of the Public Service Commission, I don't know if I'm going to get it, uh, is that they form a study group, which I'm willing to volunteer to be on. What were Northwestern's actions in the three-day-ahead, two-day-ahead, one-day-ahead market, week-ahead market, knowing that this was coming? I mean, you know, AccuWeather told you, it's going to be 20 below, it's going to be 20 below for a long time. What did they do to mitigate this? Gotcha. Did they take proper, prudent Gotcha. Uh, steps. Gotcha. I asked that question, and uh, I have yet to receive an answer from Northwestern. And we are we are past a break, so Brad, we're going to let you go. Thank you so much. By the way, Brad, a former public service commissioner for the state of Montana, so he's uh, well versed in, uh, in what's going on. So we're going to come right back. We have Cody waiting on the line. It is open phones from now until ten o'clock this morning. We'd love to hear from you. We'll be right back. You want the best. Dennis Bragg with the latest forecast from the Town Square Weather Center. We could still see some areas of fog Wednesday, otherwise partly sunny with a high near 38. A chance of light rain or snow Wednesday evening into early Thursday morning, but no real accumulations are expected. Lows just below freezing. Thursday will be another mostly cloudy day with a slight chance of showers Thursday night. And then a mix of sun and cloud Friday with more clouds, but dry for the weekend as afternoon highs could top 40 degrees in some locations. Hey, welcome back to Talk Back. It's open phones for another 45 minutes. So let's fill up those phone lines. Whatever might be on your mind, that's what we want to talk about this morning. Cody has been waiting very patiently through the break. Cody, thanks for holding. Sir, you're on Talk Back. Please go ahead. Hey, good morning. Thank you for taking my call. Uh, I, I was kind of, I, I got on the radio a little bit late this morning. I, I, it's hard for me to stay on the radio too often. I got to work really hard so the government can take my money and give it to, <laughs> give it to other people. So. I, sometimes I miss parts. I, I was hoping that gentleman was going to stay on the line and maybe we can have him back or something to answer some of these questions. But, but a couple of questions I have is when it comes to energy, you know, it, this is something I, I have started to study on a little bit. I wonder how many people recognize out there that energy, when it comes to energy, energy equals government. The, the government is energy. Uh, if you if you look at who owns all these all these various energy companies, they're government. It's not private entities. Very few. Most of them have been forced. Anything that was private 
business was forced out of business so the government could take them over. And like uh, that gentleman just said, uh, you have to pay it. It's just another tax now. You know, the temperatures we had here a week or so ago when it dipped down so low, everybody acts like that was something unprecedented, and it wasn't. I, I don't understand. I've been living here for 25 years. It, you, usually we have low temperatures like that all throughout the winter. Right. So everybody acts like it was some sort of an event. And the only the only reason that it was an event is because temperatures finally dip down to what they normally are in the winter. And yet all of a sudden they're acting like it's some crisis they've got to tax as extra for. So I, I would like to know, is this what we can expect now? Like the oil companies used to do every time someone farted on a on an oil rig, they'd rise, raise our prices, any excuse they could use. So now it sounds like that's what they're going to do anytime the weather dips down a little bit. They're going to use any excuse they can to tax us higher. I, I want to know if that's what we can expect. And my second question is, as I understand things, I'm still trying to study this, and, make, and he sounds like he's expert. I'd like to know more. But as I understand things in the late 90s and early 2000s, the government, again, got together and made the energy system here in Montana into such a convoluted mess that there's really no way for anyone to really understand what's going on. We have to purchase energy now because we gave our energy away some other way. I, I don't understand it. I'd like to understand more. Uh, when we get a chance, I'll, please have them back on so we can so so we can understand what's really going on. Because I'm telling you, this sounds just as corrupt as every other government. But, uh, government entity. So thank you for let, taking my call. Right. Thanks for the call. 721-1290 is our number. 1-800-568-5309. Uh, Harry is back. Harry, good morning. You're on talk track. Go ahead, sir. Yeah, good morning, gentlemen. Uh, yeah, first off, the Cody, I don't think the, uh, energy companies are government-owned. I think they're private industries. I may be wrong, I, but I, I think well, that... Well, Harry, I'm looking at this right now. Northwestern Energy Group, a utility company, let's see, uh, as of the... Um, uh, the company's corporate headquarters are in Sioux Falls. Headquarters for the South Dakota operations um, are in uh, Huron, South Dakota. So it is a private company. It used to be Montana Power, if you remember, right. many, many years ago. Uh, so there you go. It, it is a corporation, and uh, so it is privately owned. I'm sure it's, yeah. it's, it's very heavily regulated by the government. So anyway, yeah. Well, then what happened in the 90s was the deregulation. That's what was messing up. But anyway, uh, what I called for, I mean, uh, on the last open phones, uh, I think a Steve called in and had commented that, uh, well, talk about me and Dave, and uh, we had nothing better to do. <laughs> uh, although I think it's kind of funny because he's doing exactly what we do, listening to, and listening to you guys and calling in. I'm just curious, is there, can you think of something I better I should be doing than listening to you? Well, we kind of like it. <laughs> yeah, you, you and Dave, all of we like all of we, we appreciate all of our callers. We don't necessarily yeah. always agree with you, but we sure appreciate the calls. Yeah, but I just thought that was kind of funny. But also uh, talking about giving money to Ukraine. Uh, when did our nation become uh, lose its honor? I mean, this this was a an agreement we made with Ukraine when Ukraine gave up their nukes that we would protect them. And now all of a sudden we're not going to uh, honor that agreement. I mean, obviously our, our politicians are on, on not don't have honor, or some are less honorable than others. But when did our nation become so dishonorable that we di we just don't agree or don't follow agreements that we make with other countries? I mean, you know, it's it's a thing of you know, well we we tell them they're going to do this, and then we say, oh well, we we don't agree with that anymore, so we're not going to honor that. I mean. You know, where, when, when did our uh, country get that dishonorable? That's why I'm curious. All right. Well, Harry, thanks for the yeah. call. 
Appreciate it, man. We're going to come right back. We have Skip and Jeff both waiting to weigh in. It's open phones, whatever might be on your mind this morning. 721-1290 is our number or 1-800-568-5309. Or, of course, you can use the KGVO app. So we'll be right back after this. Creative planning. Unused prescription opioid pain medicines can spell trouble. They can spell risk if taken by someone they weren't prescribed for. Harm if accidentally taken by a child or pet. Or overdose if they're not used as directed. Safely dispose of opioids before they can hurt your family. Find a drug take-back option such as medicine drop boxes. You may find these in your community at local pharmacies or police stations. Visit www.fda.gov slash drug disposal. Hey, the foggy, foggy do out there this morning. Uh, please drive safely. Uh, keep your seatbelt buckled. Space between you and the person in front of you. All that good stuff. So uh, just be safe. All right, let's uh, get right back to the phone. It's open phones until 10 o'clock this morning. Skip, thank you for holding, sir. You're on TalkBack. Please go ahead. Well, thank you, Peter. I, I'm hearing a very scratchy voice. Are you hearing that? If it is, I don't want to disturb anybody with it. No, you're, you're, you're sound, you sound fine. Go ahead. Thank you. Meanwhile, uh, I'm glad that Brad called in, uh, Brad Molnar. I thought he was probably going to be talking about, like, uh, Bill 442 or or the disparity between uh, mill levies, uh, but instead uh, touched on this problem with our with our, our public service commission. I'll, I'll call it a problem with them, but also with our our ability to generate our own power. Because I, I think it's important that people go back and see historically how we got here. Back in the 1990s, uh, one of your callers, I think it was Harry, just just brought up deregulation. Yes, that that certainly affected it. But in the 1990s, Montana Power owned outright all of its own generating power uh, ability, and we sold off all those gems. That was at uh, I think that was that was uh, under Governor Roscoe's administration. But that was that was something that really hurt. I think they. They started reinvesting in in um, telecommunications or something like that. But there's a, a wonderful program that PBS has that you can watch. Maybe a lot of people have seen it, but it gives you a basis for how we started this this uh, problem. And then and then the soap opera of of the ups and downs of of Northwest Energy uh, has been a quite a story. And so here we are buying all of our power from different places in similar situations to what Brad Molnar was discussing. But it's, it's like maybe with, with all of this litany of things that are wrong, maybe our legislators uh, that are, have that kind of history, I think Brad's now in his second term as senator, and he has some time with PSC. So uh, him and a few others... We need to figure out how we can get back to being more energy self-sufficient, rather than just finding all the holes in the in the in the situation. Let's figure a way to to, to mend the holes in the fabric by being more energy self-sufficient right here in our in our own state, like we used to be. I'll just leave it at that, and thank you very much, sir. Right, thanks for the call. We appreciate it. Seven two one twelve ninety is our number. One eight hundred. Five six eight five three zero nine. Again, open phones for another oh, 34 minutes or so. Uh, but Jeff is waiting. Jeff, good morning and welcome back. Go ahead. Hey, good morning. I'm, yeah, I'm back with another inconsequential comment. Um, 
Go ahead. <laughs> uh, well, most people, I, I'm kind of piggybacking off of Brad Molnar. Um, most people think that uh, gas comes from pumps, groceries come from a supermarket, and electricity comes from your plug. And they're not interested in finding out any anything different. And so it gets really frustrating um, when they uh, when they don't take the time to understand, and they just react emotionally to things. Uh, folks don't understand how variable wind and solar are. Brad laid it out very well, and uh, the whole point of that is that we need a base load, and we need to keep our base load stable while we while uh, renewables grow into whatever niche, and it's going to be a small one whatever niche that they can, they can provide. Um, and I'm just going to, instead of talking about generalities, I'm going to look at my utility bills over the years. We moved into our house in, in 2017. And since 2017, our monthly basic charge, that is a charge that we pay before we use a watt of electricity, went from $12 to $58.50. Because the tribally owned power generator up here, um, Energy Keepers, decided to tack on two additional basic charges to the monthly basic charge. So they increased it uh, from 12 to 58.50 is what it is now. And there have been increases over the years, but I'm just going to go from 2017 to now. Um, regarding the monthly energy charges, those went from a base ro- rate of about six and a half cents a kilowatt up to now a maximum rate of 11 cents a kilowatt. So without going through all the math, um, that means that what used to call us, cost us $197 is now cost us $243. And here's the kicker on all of this, is that it's uh, all hydro up here. We use the, the, the energy from the SQK dam, the former Keir dam. Uh, I'm sorry. Um, and so why are those costs going up? Well, it turns out that the tribe doesn't own all the energy that it generates. Bonneville Power Authority um, gets some of it. And when they need excess, they have to buy it back from Bonneville. Wow. And so, and so my up here, strictly hydro, my costs have gone up uh, 14%. Over the last year, they've gone up 66% over the last seven years. So it's not just the big, bad Northwestern Energy or any of the other large folks out there who generate electricity. It's the cost of doing business. When my rates on hydro alone go up 67 or 66%, is it any wonder that folks who get their power from coal or natural gas are going to get an even higher increase? And contrary to what Monica Trinnell says, it's not the evil corporation trying to squeeze money out of all the people. It is simply a matter of, uh, of the market, of prices going up, of inflation. And we know who you can blame for that. So I guess uh, I'll just kind of leave it at there. Now, Jeff, you, uh, well, yeah, well, okay, well, thanks for the call, Jeff. We appreciate it. Thanks for sharing that information. You bet. Okay. Anyway, did you have a question? No, 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 that, that's okay. I, I'm, I'm going to talk about something when we come back. 721-1290 is our number, 1-800-568-5309.
I was around, and I'm sure a lot of people, older people, older people like me, uh, were around when Montana, the Montana Power Company, which used to be one of the most stable uh, companies uh, in the Northwest, Montana Power Company. I mean, it was, it was everybody used it, and and then they had a great idea. Anyway, we'll, we'll talk about that when we come back right after this. How is your job to school? Let me tell you, I had to get my iced coffee first. I just can't seem to put it down. My favorite rapper just announced a tour. My phone was buzzing like crazy. I'm so excited. I had to text all my friends right then to talk about it. Then someone started calling me and... Let's try that again. I turned my phone off right away. I never drive distracted. Visit stoptextstoprex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Hey, we are back on Talkback. 721-1290 is our number, 1-800-568-5309. All right, just, while, while Brad was visiting, um, I was just looking up some things about uh, Montana used to have uh, an energy, com- energy company, those of you who have been around for a while, called Montana Power Company. Uh, it was one of the most stable industries. Uh, a lot of people, a majority of people who lived in Montana uh, invested in it. They had a lot of holdings in it. And uh, then the state deregulated, uh, natural gas has been deregulated in Montana since 1986. But the state also deregulated electricity in 1997. But the transition wasn't managed very well. The Montana Power Company went bankrupt while electricity prices soared. Uh, And it seems the remaining power operations were sold to Northwestern Energy with the arrival of utilities deregulation in the 1990s. Montana Power restructured itself into a telecommunications company by 2001 touch by 2001 touch america holdings began divesting its utility and energy holdings and uh, it was not very well received and uh, thousands and thousands of investors lost a lot of money and it was just a very very sad grievous time for people in Montana and the Northwestern Energy uh, basically grew from there. And uh, now the company that we have now is Northwestern Energy, which used to be the Montana Power Company. So anyway, interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, for, for those of you who, who were around during that time, um, I'm sure you remember because uh, the, there were officials in, in the what once was the Montana Power Company who literally had to leave in the middle of the night. Uh, because their investors were so angry. Wow! So, yeah, it was it was very sad. Well, so so what was what were they most upset about? Just that it was that, unexpected. Well, or? that 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 they made the decision against, from what I understand, against the uh, uh, the shareholders' uh, requests. No, please don't do this, uh-huh. right? Uh, because it's unproven. It was, it was new technology. They were going to take a chance on it, and uh, the chance did not. From what I remember. The chance did not work out. And so, is there a Touch America today? No. So. Gotcha. Anyway. anyway that, that was a very, very rough time for the, for the people of Montana and for the investors of what once was a great old company called the Montana Power Company. So, mm. anyway. So, anyway, it's open phones. It might be on your mind. 721-1290 is our number. 1-800-568-5309. And the only reason I remember that is because I was on the air at the time. <laughs> and, and, uh. People were talking about that, and uh, there were all sorts of news items and all sorts of, you know, uh, court cases, and people were being sued, and it was it was just 
a very sad time. Well, and then we had the whole situation with Montana water, right? I mean, with uh, mountain water or mountain water. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, yeah, that that was a whole nother debacle, too. That was a little more recent, though, obviously. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Mountain water. uh, If if you lived in Missoula during that time, uh, the Missoula Water Company now, the, the city now owns the water company. And according to all the people I talked to at the city, it's going great. So. <laughs> of course. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, and uh, there was, yeah, uh, I, I bel- I'm not sure exactly how much debt we still have, the city still has in purchasing uh, from, uh, from Mountain Water. But anyway, it's, yeah, I, it, sure. it's been spread out over, I think, of 20 or 20, 25 years, something like that. So... Anyway, <laughs> there was a big lawsuit, and uh, yeah. So yeah. we'll leave it at that. Yeah, we'll just leave it at that. <laughs> but you know what? When I turn the when I turn the tap on at home, the water comes yeah. out. It's okay. I get a bill every month. That's okay. Uh, the people I've spoken to at uh, at, uh, at, uh, at the city uh, the city of Missoula uh, Missoula Water are nice people. Uh, I've never had any problems with them. Uh, whenever there's a question, I call, I get an answer. So, you know, it's it's working good. So, anyway, it, it was just, let's just say it was a very uh, difficult transition, as as it often is, whenever there's big companies and lots of money involved in something like that. There are lawsuits, there are hard feelings, there are, yeah, so. Did, uh, did you have any pipe issues or water issues when we had the cold snap no 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 we we were we're very fortunate in that um the way our house is put together none of none of our pipes are actually underground oh uh and so uh the water comes up you know through 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 the pipe that comes directly from the city and so uh we did not have any problems at all with uh, with frozen pipes for which we are very thankful, and uh, because I know a lot of people who did and, and had to uh, uh, call plumbers. It was a very, very difficult week um, for a lot of folks and a very busy time for plumbers. So, anyway, let's. Uh, who's on the line? Uh, Vic. This is Vic. Vic, good morning. You are on Talkback, sir. What's on your mind? Well, I just thought I'd, you know, talking about Montana Power. Yes, sir. Because, like you, I've lived here since early 70s. And I'd have to admit, me, like a lot of people, we actually blamed Montana Power failure or the the destruction, whatever, on Mark Roscoe. Just because he had to approve it. And I understand he's your friend. But, you know, so just to let you know, PBS has an awesome show about the failure of Montana Power. Really? Okay. I'd I'd love to see it. And, uh, yeah, it's great. And it, it explains that, actually, that Mark was pressured by Montana Power uh, Administration or whatever to sign to, do, to deregulate it. So it wasn't really Mark's fault. You know, but he happened to be governor at the time. Right. And uh, so a lot of us blamed it on him, you know, because, just like you said, it was a sad thing. I mean, it was a Fortune 500 company. Yeah. And, and, and probably one of the most stable investments the state of Montana, the people of Montana, had ever had ever had the opportunity to invest in. Oh yeah, yeah. And, and I'm an electrician, so my whole family. <laughs> well, there you, you go. Know, so we were kind of wow on top of that. But anyways, so you know we don't blame Mark anymore. But anyways, they're the great program. And and one other quick one: the, the guy that called in about the fact about the cold weather snap. Yes, 
you do realize we actually did break a lot of cold records during that week. Yes, sir. I know we did. Okay, so so it wasn't just uh, a typical one. I mean, yeah, Montana. We always have our free season, right? Right. But we did set records. So there, there, there were there were there were parts of Montana that were sixty below zero without wind chill. Right. Yeah, and and that's what I was thinking. Yeah, I know we get our cold snaps, but this one was pretty more than typical. It, (laughs) it, It was short, but it was powerful. Yes, it was. I'm right. glad I had it with heat. <laughs> well, Melissa, we really appreciate your call, sir. Thank you so much. We right. appreciate have it. Have a great day, guys. You too. Bye. We're going to come right back. We have uh, Jeff waiting on back on the line. Seven two one twelve ninety is our number. It is open phones. Whatever might be on your mind this morning, we'd love to hear from you. We're going to come right back after this. Here's Nate Morgan. When you're high, you feel different. You think different. You talk different. You draw different. You listen to music different. But you probably knew that. Problem is, you also drive different, and not in a good way. That's why driving high is illegal everywhere. So if you're high, just don't drive. Make a plan to get a sober ride. Because if you feel different, you drive different. Brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. Hey, welcome back. Talk back, 721-1290. Another open phone. I should say open phones for another 18 minutes. And uh, Candy hasn't been on yet. Candy, good morning and welcome back to Talk Back. Go ahead, please. Yes. I just wanted to point out that, unfortunately, we're missing the point. This weather is geoengineered. And you should go to geoengineeringwatch.org, and you will see what's been going on. And I hate to be press this all the time, but we are not in control of our weather. There are things that are going on and with the chemtrails. I'm sorry, but if people would go to that website, they would see what's going on. And I don't understand. We're attributing all this to nature that's being warped against us in the world. Now, now Candy, if, and, I, if, I, if I just read something to you, I, I, I just uh, typed in geoengineering, okay? And it came geoengineeringwatch.org. Yeah. Okay. okay, well, I'm looking up geoengineering just on a general level. But it says, uh, it says here, this is from Harvard. It says, geoengineering refers to a set of emerging technologies that could manipulate the environment and partially offset some of the impacts of climate change. If you go to geoengineeringwatch.org, you will find out the truth. That's been going on since the 40s. And it's not natural. It's not natural what we're going through. And I can't express my sincere uh, um, sincerity about this because we're being led astray down a path that people can go to a site like that and see what's happening and yeah, I, um, I i i just i just I'm, I'm on the site now there's there's a couple of uh programs and one's called the dimming yes. uh, another one is uh robert f kennedy talks about uh 
uh, climate engineering. Uh, and Biden yeah. signed into okay. law <laughs> geoengineering research. Okay. And I said that a long time ago. But please, people, wake up. All wake right. Up. Candy, thanks for okay, the call. Thank Appreciate you. it. All right. Uh, let's get right back to the to the phones and say good morning to Jeff. Jeff, you are back. Go ahead, sir. Yeah, I just want to clarify one point. Um, it was it was Mark Roscoe and the Republicans who ultimately deregulated uh, Montana Power. So you can say that he was under pressure, or you can make various excuses. But if you sit in the seat, you got to bear the the responsibility for the for your decisions and the consequences of your decisions. And so do the Republicans and everybody in the legislature who agreed to do that. And a large number of them were Republicans. There were some Democrats, too, got caught up. Okay, it was a craze to deregulate. That's fine. Um, It doesn't absolve them of the responsibility for the consequences of their actions. I'm I'm just reading uh, right here. It says the documentary, it's called uh, Power Brokers uh, from PBS. And it said the documentary uncovers surprising relationships. Now, this is them talking uh, and business connections that would eventually cast a shadow over that former Governor Mark Roscoe and then draw Montana power into a federal investigation. So that was as of June 7th, 2012. Yep. Um, I'm not going to belabor any point. It's just um, everybody's hands were dirty on that one. And I probably actually at the time would have supported it, not knowing the consequences of it. So I would uh, have to bear a mea culpa and say I was wrong in that, in that too. But uh, let's not let people, anybody off, off the, uh, uh, not let them bear the uh, responsibility for the consequences of their actions. All right, Jeff, thanks for the call. We appreciate it, sir. Thank you. All right, let's get Doug on the line. Doug, good morning. You're on Talkback. Open phone, sir. What's on your mind? Well, um, my ancestors settled south of Missoula in the Bitterroot in the early 1860s. So I've been uh, associated with uh, with uh, my ancestors have been ancestors have been associated with with electrical power since it first came in, and when it first came into to Montana. Uh, they, of course, uh, paid their bills, and parts of their bills was used to build uh, the hydroelectric dams in Montana. And uh, so uh, when all the dams were sold, uh, Montana Power uh, said, well, those are our dams, uh, and we paid for them. But actually, it was the ratepayers, the people here in, in, in Montana that paid for those dams, but when they sold them, they didn't distribute the money back to the to the people who who built them. They said it was our money. Well, uh, and about 35 years ago, I had uh, was with a group of several men, and we had a Boy Scout troop 1904 in the Rattlesnake. And I had uh, one dad come up to me one uh, after one meeting. Uh, and he said, you know, I've got an idea for running transmission of, in, uh, of ideas through pipes or tubes or something uh, around the state. And uh, I have this idea, and I want to call it Touch America. And I'm going to hold, I'm going to have a desk out at Southgate Mall and come by 
and I'm going to talk to you and other people and give you my folder. So I went out and got the folder, and, and I didn't understand what he was talking about, but I did understand that uh, he needed money uh, to uh, to run this inf- these information lines underground all across the state. And he hooked up with some t- people here uh, with Montana Power, and they contacted the officials in Butte who run uh, the company, and they said to him, you know, you have a fantastic idea, and we want to make you a, one of the officers of our company uh, in exchange for uh, the idea that you've got. And they needed so much money, and they thought it would be so profitable, they said uh, in their meetings, you know, we could make more money uh, as Montana Power if we uh, do away with uh, solid electricity and go into this uh, inter- this uh, information transmission. Right. And I can't remember the lines, that, that, but I do remember seeing the line running clocks uh, through Missoula uh, alongside the edge of the uh, of the Northern Pacific Railroad tracks. And uh, so uh, that's they sold the dams to use the money to run these lines all across the state. And, and uh, so they decided to, I guess, uh, uh, sell it. Mark Russell got him there and, and everything. But heck, and I saw this guy another time, and he said, you know, I'm, I am now part of the company, and I saw him another time, and he said, you know, they told me they don't need me anymore. So wow. uh, that's that's some information that probably most, most people don't have, but I have personal connection with it. And now what do they call these transmission lines? Of, of uh, Can you think of the name? I can't think of the name. Well, right now they call them cell phone towers. <laughs> well, no, no, no. It's, it's a transmission of information through right, uh, right. tubes or plastic tubes or something. Uh, but I'm not sure anyway, what they call them either. Yeah. All right. That's my contribution. All right, sir. Thanks so much for your call. We're going to take a, a one-minute break. Elena is back. She has a comment. 721-1290, open phones for another eight minutes or so, seven and a half minutes. So we're going to come right back, get your phone calls as well as we wrap up this Wednesday edition of Talk Back here in just a moment. Hey, welcome back, everybody. It uh, is uh, it is uh, the Talk Back, the final segment here on Talk Back this morning. 721-1290 is our number, 1-800-568-5309. Elena, thanks for holding. You're, you're back. Go ahead, please, ma'am. I'm sorry to call again, but I couldn't ignore this. I just got notification that the Public Service Commission yesterday uh, agreed to the rate increase for Northwestern Energy it's going to go up 28% more. And I just want to fill you in with a little story. In New York, I worked for a utility. If a customer even hinted that they were going to the Public Service Commission because they weren't happy, the, the, the ocean was parted for them. I had to refer it to the supervisor. If the supervisor couldn't help the customer, satisfy the customer, it went to the manager. And if he couldn't do it, it went to the district manager. Why? Because the number of complaints that the Public Service Commission got regarding a utility uh, affected their rate increases. Hmm, okay. 
I don't know if they still do that in New York, but that's why. If they got so many complaints, uh, that effect, they couldn't ask for a rate increase. And I came over here, the same thing, and uh, I said to my supervisor, hey, she's threatening to go to the PSC. So, what I said? Yeah. So it's something to think about. I don't think it's given good service, and I definitely don't like what they're charging. I wonder how many people know first anything about the Public Service Commission in Montana, how many districts there are, and uh, what district Missoula might be in, and who our Public Service Commissioner might be. That's a good question, because I, again, coming from a utility, I keep track of the PSC. And uh, I know who my uh, district PSC representative is, and people should know and complain about these things. Don't just take it and complain over the back fence. Get in touch with the people that can maybe do something for us. Elena, well said. Thanks for the call. We appreciate it, ma'am. Thank you. All right. Uh, we have Buck waiting on the line right now. We only have about three minutes left in our, our time together here on Talkback. So let's try to get as many calls as we can. Buck, good morning. You're on Talkback. Go ahead, please. Yeah, I, I can fit in that. Uh, I think uh, deregulation of of uh, Northwestern Energy or whatever it's called followed on the divestiture of the phone company. It was really fashionable. And, and the... Uh, the medium that the gentleman was talking about was fiber optic that Thank they you. got really excited about it. They were going right. to install at the time when he refers to they are kind of look like tubes. And, and that's all I have this morning. All right. Thanks for the call. Appreciate that. Thanks for letting us know. Uh, we learn stuff on this show. Our skip is next. Skip, you're going to be our last caller. We have two minutes. Go. Thank you, sir. I just wanted to fill in uh, one little gap. Uh, and that is that I think Jennifer Fielder just might be your your commissioner, by the way. And James Brown, of course, is going to be gone because he is officially running for auditor. That leaves a slot there, and I hope they find somebody that has his common sense and is as grounded as him to fill the slot. And uh, he's, he's now chairman of that of those commissioners. Now, the uh, PSC just hired a brand-new uh, executive Director of the PSG, his name is David Sanders. Maybe you know or heard of him, uh, Peter. And uh, he is uh, very good at taking the helm of businesses. And uh, and and actually, uh, I, I feel I feel really good that he's the new executive director. Some people in Missoula, I'm sure, do know him. And also, uh, I just feel like. When they make a decision about these rate increases, as tough as it is, uh, I, I think even if you talk to someone like James Brown on the air, he'll explain to you what the difficulties they have to go through establishing their final decision. And I'm not defending them. I just, boy, they have, it's a meat market uh, of, of, of foolishness they have to go through in order to crunch it down to be fair. So meanwhile, uh, see if, and uh, learn more about David Sanders, a new executive director. I think you'll see you'll see some tightening of of how things get done. Sounds good. Uh, and also, uh, thank you for covering the subject so completely today. I think you'll find out that a guy named. Uh, uh, or not a guy, but a company named Enron. Skip, we, we, involved. we are completely out of time. But th- thank you so much for the call. We appreciate it. It's always good to hear from you. All right, so Nick, what's coming up on tomorrow's fabulous show, sir? Yeah, for-
Well, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, for the full two hours, uh, Bob Seidenschwartz from the Montana World Affairs Council, he invited the Sharaka Group, and Sharaka uh, means partnership in Arabic. They're a non-governmental organization that aims to provide firsthand and nuanced perspectives from the Middle East and North Africa. Uh, so we're going to have a whole handful of members from that group uh, talking with us over the phone, but yeah, it'll be a full two hours. Uh, so yeah, considering what's going on in the Middle East right now, absolutely. And uh, we would love to have that perspective. Thank you all for your calls. You made it a great open phone. Thanks to Sandy Vasica for being with us the first half hour as well. Uh, please remember the fog is out there, so drive safely. And uh, Ace will be on at six o'clock tomorrow morning with Montana Morning. Great. Have a great day.